This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Dairy eyes a legislative fix. USDA scientists surveyed on political interference. Cargill cautions. President Trump is promising to challenge Canada over its restrictions on U.S. dairy imports. Trump made the comment at a speech in Wisconsin yesterday at toolmaker Snap-on. Trump said that the Canadian dairy policy was very, very unfair to U.S. dairy producers. Trump said it's another typically one-sided deal against the United States, and it's not going to happen for long. The United States has been selling ultra-filtered, high-protein concentrated milk tariff-free into Canada for use in making cheese. But Canada has created a new Class 7 pricing policy that will significantly increase the cost of the U.S. product. Some U.S. producers will no longer be able to sell their milk for shipment to Canada starting in May. Jim Mulhern, President and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation, welcomed Trump's comments. He said Canada's repeated disregard for its dairy trade commitments to the United States has left American dairy farmers enduring the severe and unfair consequences. Pence, U.S.-Japan trade talks at some point. Vice President Mike Pence, meanwhile, discussed trade and economic issues with his Japanese counterpart yesterday, but there was no word on if and when the two countries would start working on a bilateral trade deal. U.S. agricultural groups have been pressing the White House to move quickly on trade talks with Japan to get concessions that the Japanese had agreed to make in the Trans-Pacific Partnership negotiations. Pence and Japan's Deputy Prime Minister Taro Azo said that trade would be a major concern of ongoing economic discussions between the two countries. But at a news conference, Pence offered no assurances of whether or when the two would begin negotiating a bilateral deal. He only said such talks were a possibility. Pitt said, quote, At some point of the future, there may be a decision made between our nations to take what we have learned in this dialogue and commence formal negotiations for a free trade agreement. Dairy Seeking Deal on Aid Dairy producers continue to press lawmakers for some improvements in the margin protection program, even as congressional budget negotiators seek to wrap up work on a fiscal 17 spending agreement. The ranking Democrat on the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson of Minnesota, tells AgriPulse he thinks it's possible some dairy aid could make it into the spending deal since it appears likely cotton producers will receive assistance in the measure. A spokesman for the National Milk Producers Federation would say only that his group is working on a legislative fix for the dairy program. The spokesman said, we can't get into the details as it's still a work in progress. For more details on the budget negotiations, read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes this morning. This week's newsletter also includes an exclusive analysis of campaign contributions from the agriculture sector. There's also a report on how states have been allegedly cooking the books to make their management of the federal food stamp program look better than it is. Most USDA scientists say interference isn't a problem. The vast majority of scientists say they haven't had problems with pressure from inside or outside the department to change their research. The findings are based on a survey launched by USDA Inspector General to determine whether outside influences were skewing research on hot-button issues like climate change, pollinator health, or antibiotic use. 
Some 1,318 scientists participated in the survey. 29 of those surveyed, or 2%, said that companies or other entities outside of USDA had pressured them to alter their work within the last three years. 42 scientists, or 3% of those surveyed, said a USDA official had pressured them to omit or significantly alter their research finding for reasons other than technical merit. There are no specific allegations by the scientists detailed in the survey. About 70% of the scientists who were surveyed work for the Agriculture Research Service. Most of the rest work for the Forest Service or the Economic Research Service. Cargill official cautions on regulatory changes. Efforts to ease regulations on gene-edited crops could turn off consumers and backfire on the U.S. food industry. That's the message from Brandy Giroux, Vice President of Food Safety at Cargill. Speaking at a conference sponsored by the Grocery Manufacturers Association, Giroux said that the number one barrier to getting biotech products to market is assuring consumers of their safety. How do we do that? Surely we don't do it by regulating them, the products, less. Surely we don't do it by understanding the risk less. Shortly before President Trump took office, USDA proposed streamlining its regulatory process for biotech crops to make it much easier to get new products to market. Giroux didn't address the proposals directly, but he said it was naive to assume that consumers wouldn't discover that a product was gene-edited if it wasn't regulated. It's naive to imagine that technology owners won't want to announce to the world their new innovations. He emphasized that the needed regulatory transparency may be nothing more in some cases than a notice telling the public that a product is being introduced commercially. Cargill recently was the subject of criticism for retweeting a story and noting that the company works closely with the non-GMO product. Supporters of genetically modified products said the company shouldn't be collaborating with a program critical of biotechnology. Craig Nesbitt, Director of Regulatory Affairs for the Biotechnology Industry Organization, said it's not all clear what the Trump administration will do with the regulation proposal. It may very well be that the new administration wants to go in a totally different direction, he said. USDA has extended the comment period on the proposal into June. Here's today's He Said It. In the days ahead, you'll continue to see the United States work on a bilateral basis with countries around the world to expand jobs and opportunity for our people and the prosperity of the world at large. That Vice President Mike Pence in Japan. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.